Welcome back, everybody. Well, it is episode 18 of Six String Podcast, and you know what? It's a different person doing the intro this time. I had to beg the OG host, Ben, to let me do it, and here I am. I hope I did a good job. Ben, how are you doing right now? I'm doing all right. Um, <laughs> it, I, I, like you said, I've done the intro every time. It's a little bit of a different feeling. It puts you on the spot, because you always yeah. have to think of, like, fuck, what's the first thing I say? Because yeah. when you're doing the intro, you just do the intro. But now you got to, like... You kind of kind of come up with something cool which i did not <laughs> <laughs> but we're coming off what is it it's thursday right now and we just finished watching the thursday night football game between the cardinals and the seahawks it wasn't like the first game it was it was okay it was okay i, mean, was I expected a lot i expected a lot more out of it but cool ending though i like the ending uh was it kyler just messed it up and got sacked yeah i mean <laughs> I think the throw to Andy Isabella to play before, if he had just thrown a little earlier, I think he could have fit that in there better. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one to Fitz in the end zone got broken up. It was very close. They were very close to tying this game up, but Mm -hmm. they just weren't able to. But there were a lot of missed calls, I think. Like, they, the Larry Fitz, I think that should have been a PI. Um, I don't agree with you at all. I think, I think Quandre Diggs had a better chance at the ball than Larry Fitzgerald did. That was, well, in my opinion, I thought it was just a clusterfuck. And usually, when there's a clusterfuck on a pass, it's there's usually a flag. So. That's, That's true. just my opinion. Um, no, I like the call though. The uh, the one with uh, Russell Wilson rolling out of the pocket and they threw it out and like that was that was supposed to be intentional grounding. And then like I I, I can see why they didn't throw a flag because it was probably been offset because I don't know that defender's name on the Cardinals, but he came in and slapped his helmet. Like slapped uh, Russell Wilson's helmet. So like, oh yeah, yeah, that like, one should have been roughing the back roughing the passer, and then like he Russell Wilson threw it out of bounds where absolutely no one was there leaving the pocket. So that would have been grounding. So then that would have been like offset. So <laughs> they can't get home. Like I'm doing a lot of all these words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put them on a whole show. Yes, if you guys can't see at home, but I'm like doing all my hand gestures. They, they can't see. It's not an F. <laughs> Just close your eyes and imagine that I'm here. Just yeah, just picture business. mark. Listen yes. to the voice, picture mark. Yes. Carlos Hyde didn't look good. I was going to say them about like DK Metcalf, but like Carlos Hyde really didn't look good. And then Bo Scarborough got dude, injured. All right. Bo Scarborough did a full split. I feel bad for that man. That man's a big <laughs> dude. That man's a very big dude. And he just went yeah, I was down. surprised he's even in the league anymore. Because I feel like he Which... doesn't belong in 2020. Yeah. I Okay, so Bo Scarborough... He was my love coming out of the draft. Um, I thought he would be like the next Derrick Henry, honestly. I was like, this guy is going to be insane. But he's not fast. Yeah, and he's very injury prone. Like, his, like, yeah. I don't know what it's called. Like, your torso up is just made of glass for that man. And, like, when you're like a bulldozing, hard nosed running back like him, you can't have your top half of your body be, be made of glass. And, yeah, what, what, I was going to look it up, but like, what teams was that man on? Like, because I know he started off. I want to say he started with Dallas, right? Did he start with Dallas? I know he was on Dallas at some point. I think uh, he, went he was on the Lions there. last year. He was. No, he started with Dallas and he went to the Jaguars, then the Seahawks, then the Lions, then back to the Seahawks. Okay. I'm not sure that he ever played with the Jaguars the first time. Like, did he ever no, even he get was a snap on, there? He was on practice squad there. Haha. So I, I kind of got all the noteworthy ones. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. He didn't even have a snap in uh, Dallas, right? I'm or not sure he, about that. But was I, a, wasn't he drafted or signed as UDFA there? That's the only he was, reason he, I know was, it. he was. He was a UDFA or or a seventh round pick, I think. Uh, yeah, I thought he was. A yes, round pick. he was seventh round. He I was remember our, our friend who was a Cowboys fan was very hyped about Los Scarborough in the seventh, and I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> like he's yeah. just a fat dude. Yeah, 
I mean, his his college football highlights are granted that once again they're highlights, but they're really good. Like he he, he yeah. was he was a good running back, but I know. I just don't think he fits not, in Jay's NFL. Yeah, I can see that. But um So Russ got Russ got back on track a little bit. It wasn't mm-hmm. perfect peak Russ, but it was very, very good football from Russ. No turnovers, which shockingly has mm-hmm. been an issue for him recently, which never has been in the past. Yeah. Um we didn't talk about last week's game either, but Russ had a another bad day turnover wise. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Rams, which I called. Uh, I've been picking a lot of upsets recently, so you can't really be too proud of getting one of them right, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll take it. I think the Rams are, I don't know, man. I think they're like a decent team. I don't know. I, I think their defense is almost better than their offense at this point. Yeah. I don't like the Rams. I feel like I've said this a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you are very passionate. I am very passionate about. Yeah, I just do not like the Rams in general. So, like, even if even when they're successful, I'll still say that they're not a good team. Um, Great, well, no, un- unbiased journalism here. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I like their defense is good. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't really like praising them, so I'll just keep it short and sweet. They have a decent team. There was like that it, that 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 team though. Ever since they were. The Super Bowl, Super Bowl team. Super Bowl tra- in, in quotes there. They, in they, quote, didn't, fact, they didn't fact make the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I don't know but why like, you guys put was, the quotes there. Because like they just like bought their way to the Super Bowl. Like they just that's what I was trying to get at with my Super okay. Bowl team. They just bought their way to the Super Bowl. Once they like they finished that whole run, they've just been like there essentially. They're like not the greatest team. Not the worst. I mean, bro, team. It's been it's been one and a half seasons since. Yeah, like, yeah. That it's one not exactly season, a huge just, sample size. It, they were nine and seven last year. They're six and three now. They're most teams would kill for that. I'd kill for that as a Panthers fan right now. <laughs> oh, they're just there, in my opinion. I don't like them. Okay. <laughs> all right, but, but to, all right, we can wrap up Rams. Just want to say I'm calling my shot once again. Yes. Rams upset over the Bucks. I believe that's Monday Night Football. Calling it again. Two straight weeks. Damn. That, okay, so being honest here, probably seeing the Rams win that game. I had to think about that. I believe it's in the, Tampa, and they are like three or four point underdogs, something like that. Yep, four well, point like, underdogs in Tampa. It, I can see it going either two ways. I can see that the it's going to be a close game regardless. But I feel like if the Bucks win, it's going to be on the hands of like AB going off. That's my hot take. Okay, like I feel like it would have to like. I'm not going to say like it would have to be, but like I'm saying like if they win. Probably be because of like AB because like Jalen Ramsey's probably going to go on um, Mike Evans and then who's going to go on? Yeah, Godwin too. That's the thing. Yeah, and they got Godwin and the AB. Rams. The Bucks might be the best team to expose the Rams' pass coverage because the Rams mm-hmm. have two good cover corners. Not many teams have three. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I f- I feel like that's what's going to go- happen. Is Mike Evans? Wait, what's the other way? You said down. there might be two ways. Uh, just the Rams' defense Run just absolutely. Oh, yeah, okay. just the Rams' defense just making Tom Brady look. Like Tom Brady against the Saints. Just I would like to point out that last time you said a game could go one of two ways, uh, it was Ravens Pats, and you were just wrong. You <laughs> said, said it's either going to be a close game or the Ravens are going to run for three hundred yards and kill them. And well, all right, so you said close game and Ravens win. It was a close game, but the Ravens did not win. Okay, so my one of two ways was half right. <laughs> yeah, you were you got like twenty five percent credit. <laughs> I'll take it. But continue. But, the weather in the uh, Patriots Ravens game was insane. The Ravens game ending drive where they had to make a comeback, like that didn't even seem fair. I feel like they should have just delayed it for five minutes because you couldn't even see shit out there. Yeah. That was 
that was a weird game. Like I, I was surprised that like Damian Harris of all people, like kind of went off, and like Rex Burke, like their whole running attack, or. Well, I mean, Rex Burkett, do you really consider him a running back? Because like that man catches more balls. He's a, he's a running back, yeah. Okay. So like their whole running back situation is just really good. And then the Jacoby yeah. Myers came out and was throwing a pass. Yeah, like, that touchdown, that was sick. I was like, okay. And like I've I've heard about Jacoby Myers since like Jacoby Myers got drafted. Because like yeah, where he I am was at a college. Huge, like... Yeah. Like there's just full of Patriots fans here, and they're all like, yo. Just watch out for Jacoby Myers. This man's going to be insane. And I'm like, all right. All right. And like, now I'm starting to see him do stuff. I think stuff. he got general fantasy hype, too, because I believe he was a UDFA who had a huge camp, and mm-hmm. he didn't really pay off as a rookie. But now he's the number one receiver for them right now. Mm-hmm. And I loved uh, – uh, who was calling that game? Was it Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, right? Or something like that football? I think so. Yeah. Well, they, all right, like whoever that. the announcers were, I believe I believe was – by Alan yeah. Chris. They were very insistent that uh, Jacoby Myers was pissed off that they converted him to wide receiver in college. They're like, bro, I can fucking throw, dude. Let me play quarterback. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. And then he finally got a chance at the NFL there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we through that pass. They were like, he played quarterback in high school. Like, you want to be a quarterback so bad, he probably didn't even try at wide receiver for a while, and he was still good enough to make the NFL. That makes mm-hmm. me sad. It's like, damn, I'm not that good at anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just there. Yeah, like compared to him. Mm-hmm. Well, think right now the Patriots have two high school quarterbacks on their roster. Technically three, if you want to count. Like, well, actually, there's more than that. But like, you got Julian Edelman, Jacoby Myers, and like every other quarterback on the roster, assuming they uh-huh. were quarterbacks in high school. Yeah, so you, I mean that's true. You, just, you can just kind of do like a bunch of laterals and then like have some weird trick plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I like it. The Patriots, whenever they got a big game like they do against the Ravens, they bust out that trick play and it worked. Mm-hmm. I wish we saw uh, more trick plays. I would love, like, there should be a requirement at least two trick plays per game. Just for every <laughs> game. <laughs> it's I, a what I like is I've been seeing a few teams run the hook and ladder just normally because I always thought the hook and ladder was a pretty good play. Yeah. And if the Panthers ran it just like. Um, our guy caught it at the line of scrimmage and then he just shoveled it out to, I believe, Christian McCaffrey, who ran, he didn't get the first down, but still got solid yards. I just like the play. I think it's pretty good. It's a good yeah, way to get uh, your playmakers the ball and confuse the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think I think they should bring back the uh, Statue of Liberty. Oh, <laughs> I'm honestly surprised no one has tried that. Like, it seemed like the Jets were just like, we fucking suck. Let's do it. Let's just know? try. Yeah, that, that, that's a perfect time to just <laughs> yeah, pop it's it such out. A, it's such a joke play that NFL, <laughs> your opponents would never expect you, right? They're like, they wouldn't stoop that low. And then <laughs> they do. And then it's a touchdown because no one would expect you. It could, it could be the strategy. The moment they do, any team does the Statue of Liberty is the moment I go, what is going on with the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it now. Yeah, I, I will send a little email to Adam Gates. Be like, bro, you're about to get fired. I just blow busted out. Just yeah, yo, Adam. Set hey, yo, liberty. Adam. Yo, Adam. Set your liberty? Question mark. Next game. <laughs> Thanks. Six string podcast. <laughs> Don't even ask him. Just just set your liberty? Question mark. Dot dot dot. Next game. First play of the game. First play of the game. Go big or go home. I like it. Joe Flacco jo- drops back in the pocket. He goes for a pass. No, he doesn't. It's a run. Statue of Liberty. 
I fucking want it, dude. Like if Joe Flacco is your starting quarterback, you kind of got to do those things. You got to do something at least. But who's going to be the receiver on that? Who's going to be the running back that's going to catch that? Uh, or I don't even know that that, that toss for back. the Jets. Yeah. Hopefully not Frank Gore because he'll get tackled. <laughs> is Michael P. Ryan fast? I don't know. It might like... not be the team to do it. <laughs> I feel like yeah, well, Michael P. Ryan might be might be the only option there. That's sad. It's all right. All right but... <laughs> it's time to quiz you, brother. Um, oh, I don't I'm think excited. your success rate on these have been great so far, but we're going to keep going. Eventually, you'll have a good week. This could be it. You feeling good? Your spirit high? Um, you know, I did some premeditation, so I'm ready to go. That's good. That's good. Pre-podcast meditation, right? yes. Clear my mind. I'm ready to go. Okay. So once again, stop me if you heard the stat, and then I got a couple additions to my own stat, but I found another cool one. So this one... Uh, it's not exactly accurate anymore. <laughs> oh, that's always a hot but, start. Okay. But it was really cool and heading into this weekend. So not including this weekend, uh, this most recent weekend. Okay. The only two teams to not lose a game by more than seven points this season are obviously the 8-0 Steelers because they haven't lost a game at all. Who's the other team who hasn't had a loss by more than seven points? Who hasn't lost by more than seven points? The Titans. No, it is the 2-6 and six Chargers. Damn it. <laughs> the 8-0 Steelers and the 2-6 and six Chargers. This is why I love stats like this. The Chargers are 2-6, and six, is... but they haven't lost a game of more than 7 points. That's crazy. I, uh, that's upsetting. That's really yeah, upsetting. That's, that's why people want Anthony Lynn to be fired, and I can't say I disagree fully. And also, I'd like to point out, it literally, they lost this weekend by 8 points. Like, fuck you, Dolphins. You couldn't have just given them an extra point somewhere. That's so, that's so upsetting. Like... That close to win so many times, and you have such a negative record. Like, it's not even, like, mildly negative. Like, it's very negative. Yeah, I mean, this is the Chargers. Every year except for 2018, they've been a good team who just can't win, who finds ridiculous ways to lose the game. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the Falcons with blowing leads, the Chargers with blowing games, kind of, like, being there at the end and just not being able to finish. They fired coaches. They've changed quarterbacks, or the Falcons haven't, but... What do you do? Because you can't really shake this thing. Like, do you just move the team, sell the team, say, fuck it, try something else? Go yeah. to basketball. <laughs> go to basketball. Time to change, time to swap it up. Change it up. Here we go. Um, any more stats you got for me? Okay, yeah. All right. So that was um, <laughs> that was the random stat. Now we're going into my stat. Fuck you, ESPN. Yes. Two more additions. Last week we gave you once. We're uh-huh. going to do the rest of his draft class, the 2016 class. Okay. Um, Dak Prescott, how many comebacks from 10 plus points at any point in the game? His team trailed by double digits, come back to win. How many games does he got? Okay. Um, I'm going to say, and didn't you say Carson? Okay, let me get my stats. Carson once had four. And, he, and didn't he lead the class? Or no, he didn't lead the class. I didn't look up the rest of the class, so I oh. couldn't okay. known at the time. Okay. Um so Oh no, Carson Wentz had five, excuse me. Yeah, he had five. Okay. So I'm gonna say Dak has like two. Dak has three, so close. So oh close. come on. Yo, see uh, I think it was I guess four last uh, last podcast on Carson and it was actually five. five. In this right. okay. So now we need to start going with my instinct and then just add one to it. And then <laughs> <laughs> I, I got right. this. <laughs> So for any curious Cowboys fans out there, week two versus the Falcons, which mm-hmm. was that ridiculous game 
2016, his rookie year against the 49ers at San Francisco, and then 2016 versus your Eagles. And then Jared Goff, the guy who went before Carson Wentz. How many comebacks from double digits does Jared Goff have? Okay, so I'm going to go two because I think it's one, but I'm going to add one to my instinct. Jared Goff has three. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> my instinct broke. <laughs> instinct meter broke. So I believe he is the first I've looked at to have one in the playoffs, which was the whole uh, Saints-Rams question of the pass interference. It was that game. Oh, okay. So, you know, Saints fans probably don't want that one to count, but it does. <laughs> That so 2018 matter. NFC Championship versus the Saints, 2018 versus Green Bay, 2017 at Dallas for Goff. And you know what the most shocking part of this was? I, of course, included the other main guy who was drafted, Paxton Lynch. Mm-hmm. You want to guess how many Paxton Lynch had? I was shocked. Two. No, you fucking idiot. Zero. I was playing you. It's Paxton oh. Lynch. He sucked. <laughs> I thought maybe he had like two of them in like, I don't know, in his two games that he started. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> Paxton Lynch paid like six games total. Yeah, he has zero. <laughs> I don't think he's won a start. So, yeah. Paxton Lynch. Remember when he was drafted by the Broncos and like he was supposed to be like the heir to. Uh... Was he though? I thought everybody universally said that was a terrible pick. Yeah. But like when you draft a quarterback in the first round, he's always supposed to be the heir to whoever's the That's current true. quarterback. That's true. And at that point, was that Flacco? No, Flacco wasn't there yet. No, um, that would have been Peyton. That would have been Peyton still. Peyton had just retired after the 2015 season. Yeah. So then Paxson was drafted in 2016, or the 2015 draft. What do you want to call that? 2016 draft. 2016 draft. So. Okay. So it was right That's after right, he retired. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think. Like that was like, that was a weird like. They, and who was their starting quarterback then? Like I don't remember Trevor that Simeon. season. That's he, right. Yeah, he, and Trevor Simeon like won all the Panthers in the opening night because yes. Graham Gano missed a fifty something yarder. <sighs> yes, I remember that. And Trevor Simeon like went off, and like everyone was like, "Yo, this guy's a G." And then like, didn't he play for a while like as their starting quarterback? And then like they found not Drew that Locke. long. I actually thought he was. No, he didn't start that many games. I actually thought he was better than he got credit for. Uh, I thought he was going to be pretty good. He looked pretty damn good against us, which I'm going to go into a little Panthers rant here. That game was bullshit. I blame Graham Gano because I'm 100% sure we finished that year 6-10. If we win that game, I think we make the playoffs. I'm 100% confident in that. <laughs> because we, bro, we were such a team that relied off the swag of Cam and the team as a whole. And then we go down 0-1. We're like, oh, we can't beat the Broncos. We can't beat anybody because we just lost them twice in like – well, I guess there's a long ass offseason, but we just our last two games were losses after going 15 and one. You know, mm-hmm. we just killed the team, and then we sucked horribly that year. We sucked horribly. I blame oh. Graham Gano and Trevor Simeon and everyone else involved in that game. Yeah. Okay. So let's get this right. So it went from, well, no, if they had Trevor Simeon, then what about Brock Osweiler? Because after Peyton left, Brock Osweiler, it? I believe, was signed in 2017. That's right. So it went from Trevor Simeon. So, I'm just trying to think of like the Wait, whole Bron- Broncos no, fan. No, Brock Osweiler was there for the 2015 year. He was signed to the Texans in 2017, yes. I believe. No, because didn't he go Broncos, uh, Texans, Browns, and then back to Broncos? I, feel I don't like think he, he really played there, though. Like He hit the Dolphins as well. I think the Browns were the last place he really played. Let me look. 
I liked Brock Osweiler too. That man was like ten feet tall. Was and that's the only reason the Broncos liked him. Uh, John yeah. Elway loves his tall guys. No, he signed to Houston in 2016, so he got the big money deal mm-hmm. after getting benched for old ass Peyton Manning in the playoffs. So really, not the best move by the Texans. And then, yeah, he well, he didn't play for the Browns. He was on their practice squad, or no, just the offseason. He got sorry. cut. Yeah, yeah, like they traded for him, and then mm-hmm. oh yeah, I didn't realize he started four games for the Broncos that year, and then he went to Miami. Yeah, so pretty shitty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not much to him. He was one of the only salary dumps we've ever seen in the NFL. Yes, signed a four-year, seventy-two really million dollars deal with the Houston Texans, and they traded him after one year. They traded a second-round pick and Brock Osweiler for nothing. I'm sure they had to get something in return, but it was nothing yeah. of value. It was literally just a salary dump. Which it was. Brock uh, was traded to the Cleveland Browns along with the, the t- Texans' 2017 sixth-round pick and the 2018 second-round pick in exchange yep. for the Browns' fourth-round compensatory pick. Yeah, there you go. So pretty <laughs> so, much like Brock and a third in value for yeah. nothing, if you put it that way. Yeah, that's really what they got back. They were like, just take him. We don't, we don't want him anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's a, if that's your fucking legacy as an NFL quarterback, that's so sad. He technically has a ring, though. And he yeah, did he try does. to earn it because he started. He did. I was going to say, he, he was arguably he better really than good. that year. Yeah, he did. I, I don't really know how to say he did really good because like, it's such a low bar when you're being compared to Noodle Arm Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. And when the team benches you for Noodle Arm Peyton Manning, you clearly weren't doing that well. You know? Yeah. And then he left there for however well he did, and then he signed that four-year, seventy-two million, thirty-seven Which, guaranteed. I like from the Texas perspective, how the fuck do you come out of that being like, yeah, that's our guy right there. Let's give him eighteen million a year for the yeah. guy who just got benched to noodle on Peyton Manning. Yeah, to uh, I mean, wasn't he like the best in quotation marks here, the best quarterback in that free agency class? And like, he might have been because that was when nobody hit free agency. No quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when someone like him did after coming off of a successful, I mean, granted for him as a backup quarterback and then doing winning AFC Offensive Player of the Week, I mean, he did a pretty good job that year. If you if you don't really belong in the starting job and you got that, yeah. Hey, I mean that's you. true. It's the I don't think anyone thought it was a good deal at the time, but I see the logic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do miss the era when. Because remember where it was such a rough period for drafting quarterbacks like Christian Ponder? There were guys like that every single year where it was more bust than not. That yeah. you would just sign other teams' backups and hope they would be good, like Matt Flynn going to the Seahawks because he had one good game. Mm-hmm. I miss uh, those times. The loved AJ McCarron. Remember him? The Bengals quarterback. Yeah. Bengals backup. There were so many of those guys. Time. Like you would literally like think of, oh, who's the best backup in the league? Not not the best backup. Who's the youngest, most promising backup? Yeah. And you would just look for them trying to sign them for agency. It was a weirder time because now the draft is five or six good quarterbacks every single year. Yeah. I remember yeah, it was A.J. McCarron. There, there was another one. I just remember, but like, I remember everyone loving A.J. McCarron. Like, oh, is that your backup? He was on the Bengals. Yeah. Got a like, lot of that's, that's my guy. But, yeah, I mean, Brock, he went out there. He knew he was going to get money for his five games that he played well in, and he – found the best contract they gave him the most amount of money so props to him oh yeah but, props to his agent for sure yeah but not props to the uh bill o'brien i'm just gonna say it's bill o'brien it's not even the texans front office because i'm pretty sure bill it wasn't o'brien bill o'brien then though he wasn't it wasn't bill? 
He wasn't the GM then? No. Oh, so then never mind. Then But it's fine to blame him. He deserves yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. He deserves most of I mean, all the blame. That, that's right. Okay, so I'm on I'm on his I'm on his uh Wikipedia right now. And I'm the first thing I saw here was Brock Osley was benched for Tom Savage. Remember Tom remember the love for he Tom went to Savage? Rutgers. Yes, remember the love for Tom Savage? Everybody loved that man for the sake of having his last name be Savage. 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 <laughs> if he was a quarterback today, it would have been even worse because doesn't um who's this the savage song the fucking tiktok you're a tiktok guy mark isn't there that savage song where they did that whole dance yeah for like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a yeah he would have been it would have been crazy it would have been horrible i'm so yeah. happy he was a thing like a few years ago mm-hmm. oh look and the, the yeah they even made the 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 playoffs that year because this is during savage's injury osweiler started the texans wildcard playoff game against the oakland raiders during the game he completed 14 25 for 168 yards and also a 15 yard rushing touchdown as Texans won, they he beat won. the Raiders who didn't have Derek Carr. It doesn't count. That's right. That That's was right. the year Derek Carr was going on MVP base and then broke his leg. Mm-hmm. They killed and him that, too. I'm pretty sure it was like 30 zero or something. But yeah, it it was uh the 27 Texans, to 14, and then they went on to win. Uh, no, they would. He would remain the starter in the divisional round against the Patriots, even though they got clapped. Yes, and then they they lost 34 to 16. Yep. Yeah. So. But, the Texans were fun for a while because they would win with guys like Matt Schaub every year at quarterback because the AFC South was horrible. And God, remember Matt Schaub? Yeah, Matt, I mean, Matt Schaub was all right, like compared to Brock Osweiler and Tom Savage. Yeah, <laughs> like, the best Houston Texans quarterback ever. <laughs> but I mean, I, they did they did have Fitz Magic at one point. If we just want to talk about like the, that's the true. Texans, yeah, their their old quarterbacks were crazy. They did not know what a franchise quarterback was. If you if you can throw a ball, you're a new franchise quarterback. Yeah. Meanwhile, it'd be like Matt Schaub. Well, I think I met. Well, at one point, Matt Schaub was supposed to be the franchise quarterback because didn't they draft him or did they just sign him from? Not sure. I don't really know Matt Schaub's whole story because he was a thing. Uh, like when I got into football, he was already an established guy. So yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say the same thing. I want to say like, remember when we thought the AFC South was a bad division? The NFC East has just destroyed any sort of perceptions of old bad divisions because the AFC South you would win with like a 10 and 6 or 9 and 7 record. The NFC East might be a 6 and 10 team. That might be the best team in the division. Oh, 100%. that's fucking crazy. And like I've never seen this late in the season where a team can go from being the bottom, being the last place in, in the team, the league or being last place in our division to now being second place. And yes, I'm talking about the Giants. By winning one game, they jumped from last to second and a half the, a game out. The Giants have not beaten anyone outside of your division and they might win it. That's yes. fucking crazy. Yes. Although the thing is, they've played four division games already. So they only have two more shots. And with the way they've played so far, they ain't beaten anybody outside the division. So, yeah. Oh, God. Well, that's a perfect segue into this week. Uh, look at what's going on in the NFC East. And uh, one of the big games is the Eagles versus the Browns. What are your thoughts on that one? I'm gonna uh, be honest here. I got a weird feeling that we're gonna upset? we're gonna upset. I have a I'm weird, on the train, brother. I'm on the train. Gut. You but guys a weird are gonna stop feeling. the run game, and Baker Mayfield is not that good. I think you're gonna yeah. win it. I feel like I got this weird gut feeling that like we're coming off of a really really shitty loss, like a very brutal loss to a team that we did did not deserve to lose to. Yeah, 
and I feel like so we're just gonna come out angry. Yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna come out. We're gonna come out like angry and 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 mad, and we're just gonna take it all out on the Browns. Yeah, I think you pull it out because the Browns, if they can't run the ball, they can't really do anything. They're not good at any other thing besides having Miles Garrett. That's mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> That's all the Browns have is a run game and Miles Garrett. Yeah. So I feel I think like you guys can pull it out. Yeah, I mean our our um kryptonite really is running backs that can catch out of the backfield. So, so like, Brent Hunt's gonna eat your ass. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. We talked about the Browns running backs. What do yes. you think about Nick Chubb uh, going out of bounds at the one, pissing off every Nick Chubb fantasy owner uh, against the oh, Texans? Oh yeah, I saw that. Was... What do you think? <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> um, he was doing what was right in the situation, but as an owner, I would hate that. I yeah. would absolutely hate every single second of that. I think Miles Sanders did it one year where he, like you slide to like let the time keep going. Yeah, that's my that's my problem with it. I have he made the right football play, but why the fuck are you going out of bounds, dude? You, yeah. you stopped the clock there. I know it didn't make a difference, they would win anyways, but if you're gonna do it, at least do it right and dive at the one. Why are yeah. you running out of bounds? That's the only reason that's the only problem I have with it. Like he made the smart football play. We saw what happens when you don't looking at you, Todd Gurley. Um <laughs> Todd Gurley. And for like been people, pretty silent uh, on the Falcons, even though he's been doing really well. Like he's like no one really he talks hasn't about really him. been doing that well. He's just been scoring touchdowns because having a decent fantasy year. He hasn't yeah. really been anything special this year. But I mean, he's like, nothing like he was on the Rams. But like he's oh, not at all. He has crippling arthritis. He's like an eighty-five-year-old man. Yeah, and his knee is better off <laughs> laying down. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what I mean by that. But like his Sick knee burn is, mark. <laughs> I know, right? His, his knee is literally made of glass. Poor guy. Yeah, I, I like the old Todd Gurley, but what are you gonna do? Um, next, uh, um, what, what are some of the NFC games that we can make fun of? Ooh, uh, Falcons Cowboys. Oh, not Falcons. Vikings Cowboys. Vikings Cowboys. That's gonna be so fun. I think Adam Thielen four million yards. Yes, I think Adam Thielen is just gonna eat up. I think the whole the whole Falcons offense is just gonna make Andy Dalton because Andy Dalton's coming back. Ooh. Make Andy Dalton look just like an idiot. I actually, I don't even think the Vikings pass game is going to do anything. I really just think Dalvin Cook is going to run for so many yards in the first three quarters, and then Alexander Madison is going to run all over them in the fourth. I think it's going to play out exactly how the Lions game played out, where like Kirk Cousins' numbers aren't that impressive because the Vikings were just so dominant in the run game. Yeah, see, I would have said that, but like last week, we we I mean, yeah, this past week we saw uh, Kirk Cousins like throw the ball more. So I was like, all right, maybe like yeah, the, the Bears stopped the run. Yeah, yeah. So maybe like like this week he's just gonna we're just gonna build off of that momentum of him passing the ball more. So that's the only reason why I say I think Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson are just gonna maybe. go off this week. But and it, they could go back to their old ways, like you said. I can see it going both ways. It is worth saying um, Dallas's defense looked a lot better against the Steelers than it has ever. Maybe that was a turning point for them. Maybe they're going to be playing like a real defense. Maybe somehow Mike Nolan and um, Mike McCarthy lit a fire under them. Maybe. Yeah, but like, come on. If you look like uh, hot and cold, it's just going to show a picture of Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. That team literally can go from being a insane... They play up to their competition is what I'm trying to get at here. They can be an insane team one week and then an absolute dog shit team the next week. Maybe. I mean, you could be right. I just don't think the defense has done anything this entire year. So is this a turning point or was it just a one-week mirage? I mean, that's something I'm very interested to watch because... If Dalvin Cook runs for 200 yards, obviously it was a one-week mirage. But if they play again well, 
against him and slow him down relatively, you know, only 125 yards, <laughs> which is like, he had a hundred yards against the bears. Didn't it feel like he didn't do shit? He had a hundred yards against the bears. Dalvin Cook is yeah. a beast. Yeah. That's why I was going to say they locked down the, 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 the was a run defense there, but like he didn't, <laughs> he still got a hundred yards. So yeah, he had a, he had 96 rushing yards and then 16 receiving yards. He had a hundred scrimmage yards. Yeah. Um, so the bears it was still a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, Dalvin Cook is a beast. Mm -hmm. But I feel so, so bad for the Bears defense. It's the saddest story in the NFL, honestly. Because I I came into the season thinking, like, oh, this is going to be a good defense, but they're going to be more like 6-10 to than uh, the elite defense they were a couple years ago. That's not true. I legitimately think you can put them in the conversation for the best defense in football, but they don't have the numbers for it because that offense is pathetic. So bad. I mean, who was that guy that came in? Right. Tyler Bray, that guy. I was like, oh, like now we're gonna see like Mitchell Trubisky come in and like sling the ball yeah. around. No, Mitchell Trubisky. Wait, why wasn't it Mitch Trubisky? I forgot because to look that up. He, I was very um, confused. I think because I think we talked about last podcast where he came in for one play, and when he was so running out of bounds, hurt. yeah, he's actually hurt. Like I think he like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like there's one Bears fan listening to our podcast right now, and I'm gonna say something, and they're gonna be like, you're totally wrong. But I'm pretty sure something in like his arm, like I think it's like some something in his hand or arm here. Not, I don't want to take it to the bank, but like I'm pretty sure that's like what it is, and like uh, that's why he was out this week. So like going back to my know. statement, going back to my statement, I'm like, oh, like now we're gonna see Mitch Trubisky coming. Yeah, I didn't know he was out either. And then I remember like everyone was making fun of him getting injured for like the one running play that he was in for, and. I was like, oh, Mitch, Mitch is going to come in now. We're going to see him sling the ball around. No, we got Tyler Bray coming in. This man doesn't even know how to throw a pass and overthrow <laughs> all of his wide receivers. How do you overthrow Allen Robinson? Allen he's Robinson's a tall man. Like 10, he's a very Robinson's tall like 10 man. feet tall, and this man managed to overthrow him. I wonder, because Nick Foles' injury looks uh, its a lot better than yeah. it looked, because it looked pretty awful, but mm-hmm. the preliminary reports are it's not that bad. So I wonder if he'll play or Trubisky will play because I don't think anyone in the world wants to see Tyler Bray. Absolutely not. Yeah, apparently Matt Nagy's saying going back to Mitch Trubisky's on the table, which I've been calling for. Switch him up every three weeks. Because aren't aren't they hot whenever when a new quarterback comes in? Most teams are. Like it gives you a spark, just like firing your coach does. Yeah, it's like that weird hurrah. Like we got this. Yeah, I think there's like some psychological element to it because you show, oh, we actually have hope. We care about turning this around. We're not going to keep letting the same quarterback disappoint you every week. Like the defense has got to feel inspired. Like, oh, damn, our coach actually takes notice that the quarterback's the only reason we're losing and yeah. changing it up inspires them. I don't know. The Bears defense really can't play any more inspired. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like that. I think. Um... Oh, but last week we did talk about Bill Lazor being a. Uh... It wasn't any better. It was mildly better. It was mildly. I don't better. know. I, I I don't know. I <laughs> thought it was the same bullshit. But Matt Nagy, maybe it wasn't. Matt Nagy would always throw out these weird plays that, like, they're supposed to be cool. And good coaches always throw out those cool-looking plays with a lot of motion and a mm-hmm. lot of stuff like that that keeps defense off balance. Matt Nagy would kind of do that, but he would always seem to do it wrong somehow. <laughs> he just threw it up on his board. He's like, "Yo, this shit's sick. Look at it. I got all these guys running around." And then. All of a sudden, he left uh, Aaron Donald unblocked and it gets blown up for a seven-yard loss. That just felt like, for some reason, that Nagy's offense. 
I want you to just run around. I want <laughs> Anthony no, Miller. Just, Patterson. just strip. It will distract everybody. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Miller, I want you to run from all the way from the right hash just all the way to the left sideline. Just, just, I just want you to do that. Just, just it just tells the whole team start doing sprints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone just do suicides. It's okay. That's <laughs> totally going to work. Trust me. And then Nick and Nick Foldenville just I just want you to just hike the ball while everyone is moving around. Distraction. Um, I feel like we have a small sample size though for Bill Lazor. Uh we'll see how he does this week. I'll definitely watch yeah. it. Yeah. Oh no, they're on by. They're on by this week. Never mind. Never Thank mind. God they're... I never want to see them on my TV again. But... <laughs> uh, in Bill Lazor's defense, they have Montgomery. And when you're relying on Cordero Patterson as your primary running back, that is scary. But yeah. I want to talk about Cordell Patterson. I believe I saw a stat a while ago. Uh, he just tied against the Vikings. He had a kick return touchdown. He just tied the all-time record for most kick returns with eight. I saw a stat. If you look at like a per uh, attempt basis, like he has his eight on a ridiculously lower number than all the other guys up on the leaderboard. Because remember, the NFL has pretty much been phasing out kick returns. So Cordell Patterson is doing all this in an era where he gets pretty much no chances. That's insane. He legitimately might be the best kick return of all time by a massive margin. But we'll never know because he's in the wrong era. Yeah. Put him in uh, Devin Hester's era, and then he'll be. Yeah, I really think that so. That would be an awesome competition. Like, who, who, who would be better in their prime, Cordell Patterson or Devin Hester? Well, they were they're totally different still... players. Yeah. Because uh, Hester made his money on punt returns, and Cordell Patterson doesn't even return punts. Yeah. Cordell Patterson also. Imagine if you had both of them on the same team. They both played for Chicago. They did. Imagine that your special teams would be the greatest in the league by a million miles. You can do that. Uh, that play. <laughs> that play. We throw it across the field. Yes. Thank you. I love, I love the great minds think alike right there. You know what I'm talking Rutgers about. Rutgers did that. That's that's why I was so fresh in my head. Rutgers yeah. did it like three times in one game. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know Jalen did Rager see- did it, and I was so happy when I saw it. I was like, "Oh, this this is why we drafted him." <laughs> did you see Rutgers' crazy lateral play against Indiana that got overturned? Yeah, I was I was like, <sighs> "What am I watching?" <laughs> it was fucking awesome, and it got overturned because of a illegal forward pass. Yeah, that that last second, uh, like <laughs> it was like this, but it was like I mean they can't see yeah, it the like, slightest angle. The slightest it was the angle. slightest angle that just... it hurt. It hurt. That was so cool. Man. I've never seen a successful like lateral like <laughs> that before. I mean, besides like the Miami Miracle, but like that yeah. one was like that was a fun play to watch. Yeah, it. Any, yeah, anyone who's listening and hasn't seen it, fucking look it up. When the lineman just yeets the ball backwards. Yeah, I was. God. I was like, what? <laughs> I saw <laughs> this, and I was like, oh, this is, this is Rutgers. <laughs> oh God, it chucks it up. <laughs> and the fact that someone actually picked it up and like. Was able to turn that into something. Well, it was a good play by him because he he put enough arc on it so someone could actually get under it instead of just throwing it backwards around <laughs> and then that's the end of the play. It should have counted. We weren't going to win the game anyways. They should have just been like, "Yo, that was pretty cool. We'll give it to you." Yeah. Like we'll give you the points, but we're going to end the game now, so it's fair. Yeah. That, that, we should have done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, but. But back to NFL. We've done enough digression on Rutgers. Or one more little digression. Uh, college basketball starts soon. Rutgers basketball, we're going to kick ass this year. That's it. That's all I got. Hofstra um, basketball, right. we're going to come back. We're going to go back yeah, to both, the March Both of us got robbed of the NCAA tournament. That's both. Yeah. And it was long droughts. I was just going to say that, ending both of our long droughts. We were the two longest droughts who were about to be ended, and they're like, nah, fuck you, COVID. 
I think it was a targeted attack against us specifically, not the colleges, the two no, of us. The two of us specifically. Because we did agree. We did agree that that pre-COVID, that if our teams made March Madness and we ended up playing against each other, we would go to that game. I was going to go to the game regardless. My friend straight up told me, like, bro, I'm picking you up. We're driving there. Like, even the one that we were supposed to play eight hours away, he's like, bro, I'm driving there. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to take it. I'll spend the money. It's worth it. <laughs> Damn, that pissed me off. All right, but back to I football. Know. Back to football. Uh, let's see. What are they going to talk about? Oh, Drew Brees is injured. Famous Jameis is playing, baby. I'm so excited. Jameis is so going to go off. Jameis is 100% going to sling the ball, and it's he's going to go off. That's what I'm thinking, and I'm really excited because people have always been saying, like, oh, the reasons the Saints haven't been throwing the ball recently, uh, throwing the ball deep recently is just because the offense, not your breeze. I don't think that's true. I think Sean Payton's going to dial up a bunch of deep passes this game. Yeah. I think it's going to be great, and I think we're going to be like, oh. And again, I'm not saying Jameis is better than Drew Brees. I'm just saying that's the hole in Drew Brees' game. That's why he's not an elite quarterback, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But Jameis, go off, baby. I think James, touchdown, four yeah. interceptions. Perfect uh, Jameis game. For, yeah. He needs a couple of interceptions in there, but I think, yeah, 100%, he is going to sling that ball and he's, he's going to just prove to prove to everybody, prove to all the haters that he is still a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. I really agree with you. I think he is, I think he's better than a lot of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. I think he got blamed way too much for the stuff with the Bucks. Like, obviously when you throw 30 interceptions, a lot of that's your fault, but also the line was kind of shit. There was some bullshit interceptions like off tips and whatnot. So he really should have thrown, you know, 26 interceptions, not 30. Let's be fair to him, okay, guys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he also couldn't see. He, he was, like, legally blind. Yeah, he, he was blind. It's, <laughs> he was it's blind. That's the, it's okay. He got he got the LASIK eye surgery now. He can see yeah, he's clearly. I really That's think why like, he's going to come out and ball out. Yeah, he's so the thing with James is, like, at his height, he's a top-five quarterback in the league. He's insane. You know how good you have to be to not get benched and throw – or to throw 30 interceptions and not get benched? You know how good you got to be? That's crazy. Yeah. He's an insane player. And maybe maybe you're right. Maybe he's no longer blind and he's going to stop throwing interceptions. Maybe he's going to be the greatest quarterback of all time. This could be the start of something new. This is the start of something new. I don't know where you're going with that, but... Oh, <laughs> <didn't> the... <laughs> it's a little high school musical action there. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Why have you seen high school musical? Because I grew up on Disney Channel. So, like... And I go to Disney every year. So, like, Disney is my life. Okay. Interesting. So, like, Have you just... seen all the high school musicals? Aren't there, like, four? Um, You're going to correct there's... me. Like, there's seven, and I've seen all of them. <laughs> I have all the posters. No, there's there's actually three because, like, they didn't do four because, like, I think four would have been, like, they all in got college. Too old to be in high school. No, yeah, I think, I think four <laughs> would have been college. So, like, yeah, I think there's only three. Someone's going to correct me, I feel. But, you know, um, maybe i don't only, yes. i only know that's a yes no it's not like i don't i i'm like genuinely saying like i have absolutely no idea like i feel like i did probably probably say i haven't seen i was gonna say i haven't seen a minute of high school music but there's that one scene where they're like on a ladder dribbling a basketball or something i've seen that because it was just so ridiculous yeah that's like that then i think that's like get you get your head in the game yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's that it that's it i've seen that that's it that's all i've seen of it yeah, they've only made three, and it was High School Musical, and then like High School Musical three was senior year. That's how I know because I'm looking at like the list. <laughs> so, and they're all available to watch on Disney Plus. God, I would no. hope so. <laughs> Our podcast is going to take a harsh anti High School Musical stance. I'm sorry, Mark. Uh, you've been overruled. This is the it's all right. No. <laughs> There's no. 
I can't have any confusion here. I'm very anti-musicals. <laughs> very, okay. very anti. Um, you don't like it when people just bust out into song mid-conversation? Dude, genuinely, like, if people if people did that <laughs> in normal life, I would punch <laughs> random people all the time. I could not handle that. I would be thrown in jail or an insane asylum within a day. <laughs> just mid-conversation, they bust out, and not only just a song and dance, but into a flash mob as well. Yeah, like random people who appear behind them. I would, just, I would go to jail so fast. It wouldn't even be a question. I have to say, those, those are probably like one of my favorite videos to see. It's like uh, the opposing team during high school musical, during the, like playing against high school musical Wildcats, and they'll just buzz out in the song and dance. And there's, there's still one guy like, what the fuck am I doing? And they're just holding the ball. <laughs> like, bro, pass the ball. <laughs> and then they all are dancing. I would, yeah, uh, I would love to see that. That one oh, guy, like, what the fuck is going on? Musicals, that's that's all I got. All right, football. We're, we're going yes. back to football. No, no more digression. The Let's start of something new. Oh, I think uh, the, the what is it, James Winston, if he does oh. well, could be the heir. That's that's what I was about to say. You and I had this, I believe, I think we had this conversation. Why is no one talking about James Winston could be the heir to Drew Brees? It seems relatively set in stone that Drew Brees is going to retire after this year. I would just say he, that he's going to retire. He already has year. a job and. Sean Payton kind of already said it, like he let it slip a little bit last offseason that he's going to retire. But I mean, obviously things change. Maybe Drew comes back next year. I would say more than 50% that he retires now. So I Taysom think he Hill's should, been, though. I agree he should retire, whether they win the Super Bowl or not. Yeah. Taysom Hill's getting all that hype as the heir because he's Sean Payton's boy. But Jameis, I could see it. Clearly, there's not the biggest market for Jameis out there in the world. So yeah. maybe Saints are the guys. Maybe it's time why to like would, a relatively cheap long-term deal. Why would you give Taysom the starting role? I want to see it so bad. <laughs> so bad, man. Because I do think he has some potential as a thrower. Mm-hmm. At least in the way Lamar does, where he's not the greatest pure thrower, but his rushing ability makes him a dangerous passer because the defense is so focused on him running the ball that more guys are open. Yeah. But like he can't throw the ball. I mean, we've seen him throw before. But like, it's I like, think he can be decent. I feel like like what you just said though. I feel like he could be like a Lamar. But like, yeah, I wouldn't want that. I would. I would much rather have Jameis Winston be my quarterback than Taysom Hill. Oh, I agree with you. I will say I have seen Taysom Hill in preseason games. They've the Saints have run him out there as a legitimate quarterback, and I know it's preseason. He's not playing good defenses, but he has decent mechanics. Like he's not the worst throw in the world. He can hit open targets. You know. That's mm-hmm. all you need to do when you're that good of a rushing quarterback, which he's legitimately close to Lamar's level. He's not as fast, but he's insanely powerful. He just runs over linebackers. It's insane. Yeah. Isabel's not even really a quarterback right now for the Saints. He's just chilling. I fucking love that, man. Only saying I'll ever like. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the reason that uh, gadget players exist now. <laughs> what I also want to see is if he becomes starting quarterback, are they still going to let him like – play special teams because you know that's his home bro he's blocked multiple punts i, I just yeah. want to see him get in a fight with sean payton because sean payton won't let him block punts anymore <laughs> <laughs> he's like, bro you can't, can't put your starting quarterback out there he's like me let me play <laughs> <laughs> and then what's alvin kamara gonna do he's just gonna sit there and just be alvin kamara <laughs> yeah i don't think kamara i think kamara <laughs> and michael thomas were both gonna see uh some pretty big production drops once Drew Brees leaves because they both fit perfectly with the offense the Saints run right now, which is a ton of quick throws, get your playmakers the ball. And, I mean, Kamara is insanely talented. I've been a little bit of a doubter on him in the past, but, I mean, he'll bounce back, but he's not going to have his 
10 receptions a game anymore, which is a big reason why he's one of the best running back in football. So we'll see because he's not big enough to run between the tackles 20 times a game. So we'll see. I'm very excited. A lot of this week is going to be, it's going to be very pass heavy. And I think it's going to be Michael Thomas. I can see Michael Thomas going off, but like, a lot, I can see a lot of like Noni Myers here. Was like, like not Noni, but like the the lesser known, like Keith Kirkwood, yeah. get going off. Yeah, um, I can see it. Uh, Michael Thomas hasn't really done anything this year with the Saints, so that will be another interesting thing to watch. Does he get back on track this game or or not? Let's see. I think this is the game for him to go like to get back on track because it's, I feel like I genuinely think it's going to be very pass heavy. Yeah, I mean, you are playing Atlanta, so why wouldn't you throw the ball? Exactly. All right, uh, let's hit some of the other games real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's Colts dick slap the Titans. That was very impressive. Uh, yes. That defense, I think they finally got the credit they deserve. They needed a primetime game. They were one of the best defenses in the league. Colts defense is amazing. I don't know how, to be honest. I was not expecting <laughs> them to be this good coming into the year, but they're amazing. Uh, okay. Titans have not looked so great recently. Are you still on board real quick on the Super Bowl <laughs> contender? Um. I want to be. You've been very bold with both of them. I've been, I've been very bold. Um, also hold on to it, yeah. But my, oh, what is that confidence? Yeah, confidence definitely... meter. Where are we on the confidence meter? We started at like a nine. Yeah, I would say we're down to like a like a six. Really, that's higher than I expected. Okay. Yeah, but I, I still, it's still up there. But like, I, still, I think they have enough time to, to turn the team around. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, what are we looking at right now? Well, yeah, I mean, they're still six and three, regardless. Yeah, well, Titans' destiny is to be nine and seven every year, so they got to go yeah. three and four the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, next game, Texans Browns, uh, crazy ass weather in that game. They had a weather delay, and then yeah. it was just one of those games where neither quarterback can really throw the ball because it's that windy. Which Cleveland's had two of those games now. Uh, I it would must suck being in Cleveland for so many reasons. The city is a shithole, and the weather's horrible. Uh, yeah, the only cool things in Ohio are the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The football hall of fame and Cedar Point. That's it. Yes. Yes. That's all of them. You got three things, bro. Nice. <laughs> uh, Chargers uh, Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Tua gets another win where he doesn't really do all that much, but <laughs> Dolphins. So team that's is turned working. into like a like normal thing right now. Yeah, the Dolphins defense, another great. I feel like there's a lot of really damn good defense in the league right now. Yeah. They've been amazing. Justin Herbert still. I know he wasn't his best, and I know uh, the Chargers got beat. Uh, the, the score wasn't that bad, but they got handled. But I still think Justin Herbert's amazing. I still think the Chargers run the ball way too damn much. But next game, Packers-Jaguars. Why was that game so close? That was very shocking. I was not expecting that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. Very weird. It was, it was very weird. The uh, Packers are still 7-2. They can be as weird as they want. They're still 7-2. Washington Lions, Lions got to a huge lead. Alex Smith almost gets the comeback, but doesn't because he's not that good. <laughs> but mm-hmm. he he was, you know, it was the first game we really got to see him play. And he, he's all right. He's yeah. not a star. No, he's not. He's definitely not his Kansas City Chiefs self. Even that, I stand by even that Alex Smith wasn't that good. Like, I think he was an all right quarterback, probably like mm-hmm. 12 to 20. But I don't think – because he had the numbers of one of the best quarterbacks in football. I don't think he was that good. No coincidence that we see Patrick Mahomes go and set every NFL record ever the year after Alex Smith leaves with the same weapons, you know? Mm-hmm. But going back to the Jaguars game, Jake Luton. That's all I got to say without that game. That's it. <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't pay attention to that game too much. Um, yeah. Looking at Jake Luton's numbers right now, they aren't that good. Did you watch it and come away impressed or something? Um, no. I watched, uh, I watched Red Zone, 
and I just saw Jake Luton throw a couple of touchdowns, and I was like, all right, Jake Luton. I think he's better than Gardner Minshew. That's all I got to say. Yeah, you were very negative on Gardner Minshew, which I this was previously me on this podcast, so I'm gladly going to transfer the role to you because I want to love him so bad. The mustache, mm-hmm. the jean shorts, everything about him. Why do you not like Gardner Minshew so much? I just don't see him being a successful quarterback. It's just a gut feeling. And, like, I will definitely eat it if he does become a successful quarterback. But from what I've seen and what I've – I don't think he I don't think he just is. I, it's just, I don't think he has the intangibles, I guess you want to say. I mean, he just has a few – he has a couple good games where he looks good, and then he has just a lot of games where he doesn't look good. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I will say he's on the Jaguars. I don't think he's been that bad. I also didn't think he was as good as people thought he was last year. But yeah. I think he's definitely Minshew better than any six-round quarterback should ever be. I think he's, at the very least, a good backup. But uh, Raiders-Broncos, Raiders destroyed them. They ran all over the Broncos. Devontae Booker, which I was not expecting him to become relevant again. He's uh, <laughs> He had 80 yards and two touchdowns as Josh Jacobs' backup. It was one of those games where they're up by so much that they just threw in the second string running back. Same exact thing with uh, Dalvin Cook and the Vikings and Alexander Madison. Just ran all over them with backup running back, too. That's yeah. so sad. Just, you know what? Just, let's bring in the backups. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you know how bad you have to be and how demoralizing that is to just like, mm-hmm. oh, they finally took out Josh Jacobs and then their shitty second string runs all over you, too. Yeah. It's like, you know, we really just can't stop any, any form of running. <laughs> yeah. Love that. <laughs> we can't do anything, right? Yeah. Oh, how do we not hit on this yet? Cardinals Bills, craziest game ever. <laughs> that game was nuts. Yeah. It was just uh I don't know. I feel bad for Josh Allen. Had a good game and just couldn't yeah. uh couldn't finish it off. That touchdown to Stefan Diggs should have been his signature play of the year, you know? Leads mm-hmm. them down the field, gets the awesome touchdown, mm-hmm. and then Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. What a play. I mean just nuts. There's three defenders on DeAndre Hopkins, and he just mosses all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're missing uh, another one. But I feel so far. So sorry for you. Uh, Forty-six to twenty-three. Oh Ooh. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. I said last week we were going to lose by seven to fourteen. <laughs> My math was just a little bit off, just a little bit. <laughs> mildly, mildly. Oh, that was. Although I am happy to be right about one thing. I said the Panthers defense was going to be absolute dog shit, like one of the worst in the league, and we finally are. For a couple weeks there, we looked decent, and it worried me because I like being right more than I like my team to be good almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, here, let me look at the numbers. All right, uh, so this is I mean, updated I think, after I think you prove you prove that you're not a very good defense on one play, and we don't need to Which reference one? that one play. Oh, the 98-yard touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Reference uh, yeah, the one yeah, play, but we all that can. Was, that was brutal. <laughs> All right, here, here are these stats about the Panthers' defense. Yards per drive, 32nd. Points per drive, 32nd. Plays per drive, 32nd. Time of possession per drive, 29th. Improvement there. Drive success rate, 31st. Punts per drive, 29th. Three and outs force per drive, 32nd. <laughs> like, I feel like these stats are better than the, like, yards per game, points per game, those kind of stuff, because we have a pretty good ball control offense. Our defense is horrible. Yeah, so, like, what? Are, are you going to fire your boy? I don't know who your defensive coordinator is, but like... It's Phil Snow, who was Matt Rule's defensive coordinator at Baylor, which I still think was the dumbest hire in the world. I'm always in favor of young coaches hiring an established coordinator, not your bitch boy from college. I don't like that. Um, I don't yeah. necessarily think Phil Snow's the problem. Again, I expected 
his defense to be horrible. So you can't put all the blame on him. We've also had some pretty bad injuries, but I don't know. I wouldn't fire him. I also don't have that much faith in him. So it's just kind of in the middle there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, that's, that's all the football we got though. I think unless you got anything you want to hit on real quick. No. Um, Looking into this this week or next week, really? Mm-hmm. Um, you got any game you want to speak on? No, I was just thinking schedule. like a, yeah. Uh, I think I think everything is good. I mean, this week feels way better than last week. Yeah, in terms of games. You want you want to touch on your Panthers? I feel like we always touch on Panthers our two favorite Lions. teams. Yeah, Teddy B is supposedly out this week. Yeah. So who, you, who is it going to be? Uh, PJ Walker. PJ Walker or Will Greer is the question. Which I've already seen more than enough Will Greer for my lifetime. I hated to take <laughs> the time and. The dude's just not that good at football. He was one of those guys who could be good in college and will never be good in the NFL. And please prove me wrong, bro. You're my team's quarterback, so please prove me wrong. But I don't have any faith in the guy. PJ Walker, I mean, we've XFL seen him MVP. do well. Yeah, exactly. It's like a really good college player and a really good XFL player. I don't think I'm going to be that good in the NFL, but I guess I'd rather have PJ Walker. I don't know. I think it's going to be a really ugly game against the or against the Lions. But who do you think is going to come out on top? What? Who's going to come out on top? Oh, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, as we've okay. seen, okay. we have a – de- our defense is also horrible, as I just read from the stats, and now we don't even have a serviceable quarterback anymore, so it could get really ugly. We might lose by, like, 20 to the Lions. Damn. Okay. Not that exciting. Yeah, uh, so, okay. So we, so we touch on our two favorite teams. That's usually our normal stuff. Um, yeah. Titans-Ravens is going to be a great game. Yeah. Jets Chargers. I'm just happy the Chargers are finally going to get another win. Mm-hmm. Packers Colts, awesome game. Chiefs Raiders, awesome game. Rams Bucks, awesome game. Super excited for this week. Yeah. Packers Colts. That's that, I don't know if you said that. That's a good. Movie. I said that. That's the one. Honestly, I wish that was a prime time game. Yeah. But it's okay. Um. Oh, and then we got the battle of who's really worse: Bengals Washington. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw that. Um, I think the Bengals will win it. I have slightly yeah. more faith in them, but yeah, just, I actually really like Zach Taylor. I'm like, I'm one of those guys. Why? Like, I still don't understand why you have such fascinations with these random coaches. I don't know. I think I, I, he's young. He's very, very young. Yeah, you I seem mean, to just like young dudes. Like, I, yeah, what, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I like the risks that teams take with young coaches. I agree, and that's why I would be in favor of hiring a guy like Joe Brady, the Panthers' offensive coordinator. But Zach Taylor got hired because he knows Sean McVay. I will not support that yes. hire. I will not support the Cliff Kingsbury hire. That was also a stupid one. And Cliff Kingsbury has been proving me wrong. He's a good coach, but Zach Taylor is not. Yes. And also, I just thought of that. Um, we had a reminder during tonight's game that the Cardinals, before hiring Cliff Kingsbury, hired Steve Wilkes, the Panthers' ex-defense mm-hmm. coordinator. Hated that fucking hire at the time. The Cardinals don't know how to hire head coaches. Even again, even if they're right about Cliff Kingsbury, I stand by it. That was a terrible hire. The Cardinals are terrible at hiring well, head coaches. The Cardinal, when the Cardinals hired Steve Wilkes, I think everybody knew that that was like a very bad hire. I think it was very half. Like, wasn't it very late in the coaching search too? It was like, oh, there's no one left. I guess we'll take Steve Wilkes. I don't know the timing of it, but I know having watched all the Panthers games that year, he was nowhere near deserving of a head coaching job. That's my only takes on it. And I mean, they fired him after a year, so clearly they agree with me. <laughs> yeah, and he got he went to the Browns as defensive coordinator after that and got fired from that too. So, sorry, buddy. Yeah, but like he he got fired 
because Freddie got fired. He just wasn't retained. So, uh, sure. Was yeah. That? Oh, am I right? Or, right or, or did he literally get fired? I think, no, I think he just wasn't retained by. I, I mean, it depends on how many years his contract was. So I'm not sure. Mm. But I mean, let me see where he is right now. But I, I, I really don't think he's a very good defense coordinator. I don't think he's doing anything right now, I gotta be honest. I think, I think he is. Uh... I mean, if I were him, I'd probably take a year off too. Yeah. Because how do you go from head coach to defensive coordinator? To, to nothing like what what's yeah, he gonna get defensive right assistant now. like linebackers coach yeah, like, that's gotta be so demoralizing now. i would not take a job either if i was in position yeah i mean the best you probably can do is like defensive backs or secondary coach yeah exactly like that. i'm not taking a position coach when i was a head coach two years ago usually that's what that's what that's what people do though like best way to get their their shit back together is to do positional jobs oh i agree with you but two years is way too soon like i don't think we ever really see coaches have that quick of a turnaround yeah I agree. I agree. All right, Mark, you ready for the people segment, the greatest segment in podcast history? That's what I've been hearing. You know, we've gotten a few awards for it. I, I haven't yeah. been telling you about the awards because they've just been piling up so much in the inbox and the physical yeah. ones have been sent to my house, of course. It okay. got too much. I couldn't handle it anymore. But yeah, this segment oh, yes. is again we have arguably the, the greatest in podcast history. Yeah. <laughs> the, we won the potty. We won the yeah, potty. We won the potty. Won the potty. Love that. <laughs> but yeah. For this week's people are stupid. Um, I was gonna talk about something else, but I'm just gonna go with uh, it. Kind of hit me mid podcast. Was this all okay? So the Eagles came off of a very rough, rough loss to the to the Giants. There was a lot of a lot of fans that were calling for heads of our our, our Harry Roseman, Doug Peterson, our whole coaching staff. I don't think that's something that we need to focus on right now. I think. Is Doug Pearson on the hot seat? I would say the seat's getting a little warm, but like I wouldn't call like this team is finally healthy. I wouldn't really say like so. People are stupid for me, or the people that are like all of a sudden like flipping the switch so quick on like oh Doug Pearson ruined Carson Wentz. Howie Roseman's the worst GM in the league. Like just two seasons ago, we were praising both of them. So like, yep. how can you go from that to there so fast? Yeah, I like uh, I like what you said. A couple points on it, but I think you just make it broader. Is the fair weather fans who, when a player or a coach is doing very well, they're like, "Oh, best in the league, best coach yes. in the league, best running back yes. in the league." And then yes. as soon as they have a rough patch, you go, "Let's fire the coach. Let's bench this running back." It's ridiculous. I fucking yeah. hate it so much. I'm like, looking at you, Juan. I'm looking at you, bro. I hate <laughs> you right now. Fuck you, Juan. Like for me though, if there's one person I would say that that should have gotten fired after watching the game is Jim Schwartz. But like even then, I wouldn't even like. Great, our defense was really bad. Yes, but like. There's no reason for you to be an idiot and go on Twitter and be like, oh, well, let's fire our whole front office. Let's fire our whole coaching staff. Like, what is that going to solve? This is going to take away everything that we've built up to this point. Like, you're an idiot. No, stop it. Give us a hey. year. <laughs> stop being so switch, so quick to switch. Stop. Yeah, okay. I agree. I hate those people. I've said that a lot on this podcast. Fans like that are the worst. Also, I like uh, Jim Schwartz balls to the walls approach. That doesn't work more than it works, but <laughs> yeah. you know he still goes for it. And then also, I want to say you said we're finally healthy, and it made me so happy that the Eagles finally healthy. You've been saying all the Eagles fans finally healthy, and you lose to the fucking Giants. Can we get over the whole Eagles are actually a good team? We've just been injured. It's not true. You guys, it's, suck. yeah, we just, just we literally put our foot in our mouths of saying, "Don't worry, we're healthy now. We're healthy now." Yeah. Alshon Jeffrey is back. The man, that guy. the man with the legend, got one target. I was, I even put on my fantasy team. I was like, this man, I, I leave him on my bench, but I'm like, this man's gonna do something good. And they got one target, and it was he was overthrown. And I'm like, oh, the potential. 
And then every other play was just him run blocking. I'm like, oh, it's all right. This week, I can see him going off. Okay. I mean, one of our wide steers got COVID and gave it to like close contact to three to John Hightower. Oh, did you see, bro? Sorry, a couple <laughs> things you should hit. Uh, the entire Raiders defense is COVID or is on the COVID yes. list right now. Yes, insane. that is insane. That is utterly yeah. insane. That's fucking nuts. Fun John they're, they're all, most of them like will play for the game, but still, that's yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah, and they're also because of its close contact. Yeah, yeah, most of them will play. But did you see Washington football team is supposedly going to keep the Washington football name? <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. What? Yeah, they're going to keep it. Their uh, their president came out and said, "We think it has strong ties. Like we like the idea of a football or a team name just being more associated with the city than anything else." Which basically tells me, like, uh, we didn't fucking know what else name to put, so we're just going to roll with it. <laughs> I didn't. That's. They're, they said like it's probably going to stay. That's insane. Get your Washington football team merch. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, that could have been why people are stupid, but my people are stupid. It's it's kind of on the fringes of the category because you could debatably say it's awesome. But Mark, you've seen this. It was it showed up in our group chat. Was the porn bots on Sleeper, which is the site we oh, use for yes. <laughs> we yes. use for fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> so they've left Instagram and found their way over to fantasy football now. They've just been hitting up like uh, a couple of my friends got it too. Mm-hmm. They've just been hitting up with the porn bots, and yeah, I got. I'm very link. upset about it. I haven't gotten anything. Yeah, Mark, they don't want to fuck you. Sorry, bro. Sorry. Sorry. Ashley Love 27 doesn't want to fuck you. Hate to see it. Why are they on a fantasy football app? Do you think, like, poor little Timmy, you know, 12-year-old playing in a league with his family, probably fell for this, gave them his social security number. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we also, told one of our friends, just ask them for advice. They'll tell you yeah, what to do. Yeah, to respond them, like, what, what's some wide receiver sleepers this week? My, my death's looking pretty rough. <laughs> what are the top 10 waiver wire pickups for week 11? That's what I need to I know. I love it. I love it. But, Mark, you actually had some strong takes. So, my, my, uh, Ashley specifically said, Do you want to play a game for adults with me? This is a popular sex game, which is considered to be among the best in the online sex games genre. You had some very passionate takes about the I whole did. genre. I Let's did. Okay, so basically, I was like, "Those are some pretty bold claims." Like she's saying, that "This is the one of the best games in the in the whole genre." The whole genre, I, dude. The whole genre. So then I was like, "All right." Like then it then it took me a step back and I had to think about it. Okay, I was like really pondering this thought of how can it be the best game in in the whole genre. Then I was like, "Granted, how many porn games are there on on any sort of website?" To, I feel so, like I've seen a lot of them. So I feel like it's by the scarce amount of porn games that anytime you create yeah, the, the potential scarce amount of, of porn games that there are, just by that, if you create a game, I feel like you're already de facto one of the best because you're okay. just one, I can one see of it. them. Well, I, don't, I think we have to try this game to, you know, and yeah, then try like the other ones, way, of course, yeah. and yeah, grade we, them. Yes, we need to have like a rating rate scale. Them. This one, um, I got to say, this one looks... I feel like a lot of the games I've seen are like Family Guy or some weird animated <laughs> ones. Yes. At least this one looks, I mean, it's like obviously animated, but it looks like real people kind of. Oh, the dude is freakishly white. I don't know if it's bad lighting or he's like a ghost or something. Oh, well, and that's no bueno. So that's yeah, definitely a knock. That's a knock on, on the, the one of the best genre scale. Yeah. I, I mean, that also, again, like if there's not that many games in the genre and most of them are like Family Guy or Futurama or those big <laughs> ones, then I guess this would take the cake, <laughs> at least for me personally. <laughs> then that's I don't really need to see Peter Funk. Yeah. 
Maybe that's the reason why it's one of the best. I think we should review it. I mean, obviously, we're going to test them all and then review yes. it on the podcast, but we should also leave reviews on the site and we can be like, six string can be approved. <laughs> yes, we approve of this of this app, of this game. We were told to join it via a message on our Facebook. We talked to your girl, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, we talked to Ashley. She told us that uh, in order to play the, uh, in order to find out this week's sleeper pickups, um, we would have to play the game. So mm. that's what we had to do. We had we were left with no choice. But also, give Ashley some credit. Usually, these bots have way more spelling mistakes. The only thing I see, just glancing over real quick, is there's no period after my name is <laughs> Ashley. But other than that, like, there's nothing misspelled. It's very. I mean, you, you got a long message. I'm I'm pretty sure our other friend didn't get. Yeah, what anything. was his message? Let me pull that up real quick. I'm pretty sure uh, yeah, just like, hi, how are like, you? Clearly, I'm the high-priority guy here. <laughs> yeah. It's because they saw, they saw the C next to your name, the co-commissioner. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just got, hi, uh, his username, I'm Lauren. <laughs> yeah. As if this was fucking Tinder or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my my Ashley, my girl, straight to the point. Here's this app, or here's this <laughs> site. Use it. Yep. Do you like porn games? Just kidding. I know you do. So. <laughs> there's this one that's one of the best you're gonna play it how Ooh, we should, mark we should get into twitch and uh live stream it live stream that's the only option. The six string quarterback we are live streaming right now what is going yeah, on know, guys you have to put the game you're playing right yeah <laughs> so everybody's like uh fortnite call of duty and we have i don't even know what it's called <laughs> erotics in those <laughs> 12 yeah. Yes, one of the best porn games. <laughs> that, that we are one of the best. <laughs> know, we'll just put porn games because we're reviewing all of them. Yeah, Sixteen QB cast reviews porn games. <laughs> I love it. Uh, stream, yeah, I hit us up, guys. One. If you yes. want to, if you really want us to go through with this, we'll we'll figure out a way to do it. Let us know. But yes, Mark, we let you intro this time. Do you think you're capable of outroing as well or is that too much um, point, but you want to like ease your way into it you know training wheels we got to start with that let me know bro let me know if it's too much pressure for you uh you know what i'll, I'll give it a i'll give it a swing all right so um is there anything else i think we've wrapped up pretty much everything for this week um yeah. but that does not mean that we are done with the podcast just yet no sir. and hit me with it what do you got Town news. a tout we oui. oui.